0: Welcome to this episode of The Versatile Writer. The podcast aims to provide help and support for like-minded writers. This week, I'm looking at networking. This episode is about business and can be applied to any business. Since this podcast is especially useful to and aimed at the writing community, your products might be your books and your services might be editing, for instance. Networking is all about getting other people to know you and your business. When you've self-published a book and intend to promote it, the writer in you becomes the business person. It's almost as if you've put down your writer's hat and donned your business person's hat. Ordinarily, I would begin an episode with the dictionary's definition, but I think it's safe to say that most people understand networking as engaging with other people. Let's start at how networking life was just a couple of years ago, pre-COVID. In a word, it was simple. That's not to say it was easy though, it was just simpler. We'll come back to this in a bit. It was simple because there were a million and one business networking groups out there. I began my writing business, for the love of books, over a decade ago and I've been a writer for over 35 years. When I started networking, it was just before I went self-employed. In fact, I recall taking a morning's annual leave from my day job each week for a month and then going to work afterwards. The groups I attended were either low cost or free to join. Now you could argue you got what you paid for, but when you're just starting out you don't have a lot of cash to splash about, so free sounded great. It was also a good way to cut my networking teeth. Every business networking event I attended pre-COVID was an in-real-life one, generally at cafes, golf clubs, bars and community centres or church halls, pretty much anywhere where there was space. Later on I even began running some of my own as well, as favours for friends. I did this in two or three different locations for about three years. As with most things I do voluntarily, I stopped because it was taking me away from running my own business and writing books. But as I said, that was pre-COVID. Now, during and post-COVID, things look a little different. Most networking groups are online. They're just starting to come back out in real life. But online networking isn't for everyone, just as in real life networking isn't for everyone. The main thing about networking, whether you're part of an actual organised group or you're just talking to someone in a cafe, is that you need to have a bit of self-confidence. For some, Covid knocked that out of them. For others, it's a staple. They don't even think about it because they have plenty and never seem not to. Self-confidence in a person is different to being self-confidence with your business. You might be shy, but writing books is where you flourish. Selling books might be where you falter. But then when you talk to someone about the plot or the characters, you come across as excited and passionate. Often it's this excitement and passion that sells, in inverted commas, to others. You might have heard the expression that sex sells. What that might also mean is the excitement is the part that sells. If we're excited over our story and we can talk to someone about it, the excitement is the thing the other person's picking up on. They might well want a piece of that excitement and so buys the book. So, sex sells. Here's a few pointers I've picked up while networking in real life as well as online. Being confident when you shake hands with other business owners shows them you're ready to talk about how your business, products or services can benefit them. My advice is to go for a medium strength handshake Too rough and powerful and it sends the wrong message too weak and it says something negative about you I recall meeting a man at a network event once who was very loud in my personal space and who talked more than he listened. He also shook my hand with the kind of two-way power grip above and below my hand simultaneously and that told me a lot about him and potentially his business practices than I wanted to know. Going by his body language alone, he was too much for me, too overwhelming. Not only didn't we do business, but when I saw him again at other events, I avoided him. Body language. This is a big deal when networking, especially to those of us who pick up on such things. Sometimes you can intuit more from body language than you can from listening to people. You just need to be open to what they might not be saying with their mouths, and what they might be saying with their minds. It's usually at this point that, within the first few words, you can gauge whether or not this person is your person. Instinct and intuition play a part. And by that, I mean not everyone's going to get along. Read between the lines. In an ideal world, people will say what they mean, and most of the time they do. But occasionally, you need to read between the lines to learn about the other person. What aren't they saying? It isn't necessarily because they're deliberately hiding something. It might be more about them being shy or them forgetting the obvious point about their business. I know this sounds crazy, but for example... One time I was at a meeting in a cafe and I wasn't feeling particularly confident that day and when the time came for me to talk and introduce myself and tell everyone about my business I completely forgot everything about it. I totally forgot what I did for a living. I literally had a blank. I laughed it off and took out a business card to read from. The next time this happened, because it was such a big deal to me not to remember, I instantly took out my business card and had it in front of me on the table so I could read from it as bullet points. Most people have their cards in front of them anyway, so they can exchange them. So reading from mine wasn't a problem, but that was a lesson learned. Clicking. There's no trick to getting customers, really. It's about who clicks with who and who might be interested in your work. People sell to people. Humans sell to humans. The business might be great and the product might be great, but if you don't click with the person, that might put you off. Of all the networking events I've ever been to, the only people I ever stayed in touch with were either creatives or people I clicked with. The ones in between, not so much. Engaging with others. You do this to let them know what you do, where you're located and how what you can offer can benefit them. It's what it's all about. Clearly, what you offer won't interest everybody and that's okay. Some people will be excited by your products and services and others will be excited by your presence some won't at all. Small talk. This can be tricky. I've learned over the years how to do it, but it's not always an easy, natural thing for everyone. It's mostly to do with smiling, being engaging, being open and friendly, and also taking an interest in the other person. To be fair, a lot of these points aren't things we all necessarily need to have tips about, but sometimes we do. It might make you smile to hear me trying to explain how to engage in small talk, but if I'm really honest with you, some people could really use a class in it. Small talk is a sort of foreplay before the main event. I'll leave that image in your mind while I move on to the next point. Ensure you know everything about your book and your business. Knowing everything there is to know about your business, knowing it inside out and back to front, means you can talk to people efficiently and effectively. After all, it's your business and your book. If anyone knows all about it, it's you. You created both. Social media. Some people pick up a lot of work from social media. I've had a small percentage of clients from there, but I use it more to converse with other writers than to find clients. Though, social media offers free platforms to promote your wares, so do try it out, even just for that. Business cards. I must admit, I haven't had a business card for a couple of years. I intended to get some new ones printed just as I graduated in 2020 from being a mature student so I could put those all-important letters after my name on it. But then COVID hit and it seemed pointless getting them printed because we didn't leave the house so weren't looking to meet new people. However, I will be getting some soon because when you post a physical book to somebody, it's helpful to have a business card inside. Not only can they use it as intended, it also makes a good bookmark. Do ensure your cards, though, tell the receiver something about you and your business. Try not go for a generic design because that says nothing about you or your business or your book. I find those lack in imagination and tells me a lot about the holder. That said, don't go all out on being wacky because some people won't take your business seriously then and possibly remember you for all the wrong reasons. Business card design is a personal choice, so do give it some thought. One really useful and free way to promote your wares and to network with new people is having it all written down as an email signature. It's like having a mini business card but through email. If you've published books, have the link on there. On mine, I have my name, my business name and website and beneath that I have my podcast information and links to two of my books. It sounds like a lot but when you look at it, it looks crisp and clean. Having a good reputation will assist you when networking. It means people will speak about you positively when you're not there. Nowadays, reviews are the thing to read before someone makes a decision whether to buy from you or not. Having positive reviews of your book is one thing, but having positive reviews of your business emphasises the kind of person you are. And as I said earlier, people buy from people, not just the business. If they don't like you, they won't buy from you. Testimonials work well as a passive networking tool. Business banners, cards and email signatures with a sparklingly good testimonial can work well and requires no real effort from you. Genuine testimonials are the very best kind of word of mouth recommendation, so don't be shy plastering them everywhere clients might be. Particularly for writers and authors, you can network online with Society of Authors, Alliance of Independent Authors and countless writing related groups on social media. The writing community on Twitter are generally helpful people and Instagram has its writers too. I post a monthly newsletter too. You can always drop me a line sarah at loveofbooks.co.uk to subscribe. I hope you got something from this week's episode of The Versatile Writer. If you can think of other ways to network as a writer in business why not mention it on the podcast's Facebook page. The link is in the show notes. Please subscribe if you haven't already and share it on social media so your friends and family can see it too. It might be just what they've been looking for. If you share it on social media, please tag me in. On Facebook, I'm Sarah Bannam. On Twitter, at SJBWrites. And on Instagram, s.j.bannam, without any spaces. Until next week, thank you for listening to The Versatile Writer on the topic of networking.